Enter the mind of your favorite artists, DJs, and producers, and find out how their mindset made them who they are today. Music and Mindset with Sunil Mack. Welcome to another episode of Music and Mindset. I am delighted to be here with today's guest for so many different reasons. She is a personification of great vibes and incredible energy, and she's someone who can pretty much do it all. She's a DJ, an award-winning radio presenter, and the voice of mornings on BBC Asian Network, and now seamlessly moving into the world of TV as a presenter of the CBBC Saturday Mashup. She's someone who has backed up her incredible talent with a load of hard work and dedication. And not just that, she's been a true pioneer for the Asian women out there. That She's done it all in her own unique style. Welcome, Harps from the Hood. Oh, that's a really sweet intro. Thank you. I don't know if I deserve all of that, but <laughs> thank you. It's really, really sweet of you. Um, and it's a pleasure to be on something like this because I'm quite open about stuff like this as well. So, um Thanks for having me. No, thank you for your time. And, and, you know, that was one of the major reasons that um, I wanted so uh, keenly to get you as a guest because, you know, you do talk about mental health and you do shine a light on it. And that is so important that people who have the platform to to do so shine that light on what's going on out there. Mm -hmm. I just think having been someone that's not only been through it, I also understand... um, why certain people don't really talk about it because that was me once upon a time as well so I kind of get like a bit of both worlds in terms of I really I did go through a patch where I didn't quite know I was going through it but I felt like my life was just worthless I felt like the world was gonna end all I could focus on was the negative but I never spoke to anyone so I, I never I never seeked for help at that point Um, I used to be a little bit scared of even like, you know, opening up to family or friends or whoever it may be. And I think it's normal. I do, as as weird as that's going to sound, I feel like it's normal for a lot of people to think people are just going to think I'm weird or, you know, how can people help? I might as well just keep it to myself. I understand why people do that. But as the years have gone on and with certain situations being triggers and things getting worse or things you know turning into a bad situation i've learned that actually it's so important to speak to people and to seek you know for help so i feel like i've i've, I've been on both sides i understand why people do certain things but at the same time i feel like if i've got a platform now to voice how important it is to do certain things i'm going to do that because I think people need that help. And I really didn't have that when I was going through it, to be honest. that I mean, it is so important. Like you say, people for some reason see this as like a weakness and and not, you know, I still can't really get my head completely around that, that because it's not a weakness. It's like, we're going to go through these stressful moments in our life. And it's, it's normal. It's actually more normal to go through it than to not go through it. A hundred percent. Like I, I refuse to believe anyone that says their life is perfect or that they've never, you know, um, come across some sort of an internal battle. What I mean by that is like something that's just going through their mind or their emotions. I refuse to believe that no one's ever been through it. Every single person has something going on in their life. And that's one of the biggest things that I actually learned and really had to work on accepting was that I'm not the only person on this planet 
that's going through an emotional roller coaster. I'm not the only person that's got problems. I'm not the only person that's got, you know, battles which I feel are never going to be solved or I can't find a solution because that that is really how I see mental health to be such a big issue. It's when people think it's just them. It's just me. I'm alone. I don't have anyone who's going to sort my problems out. No one can fix it. And that's those are the kind of thoughts that you constantly have. And you know, I did. And I still do. You know, sometimes there will be days where I'm just like, I want to give up. This is it. Like, who's who cares? Who's bothered? But actually, when you really take a step back or you wake up the next morning and you sleep on it, things are not the... Sometimes things are not as bad as you make it out to be in your mind. Sometimes, sometimes not always. It's obviously given the situation but I think a lot of the time it is self-inflicted I think a lot of the time we can control some of it if we want to but I think we get so wrapped up in you know the whole sympathizing side of it because that's what it is you feel sorry for yourself you seek a little bit of attention but at the same time you're not doing it on purpose it's not you know because you're joking or you're having a laugh I'm not saying that at all you know it's a serious it's a serious situation or it's a serious problem. But at the same time, we have to learn to control some of those emotions and how we deal with it and how we look at it. Because I think mindset is a huge thing in this. And we're constantly learning about how to do that. I don't think anyone's born with, you know, just going, oh, well, I know how to think positive every day. I know how to feel good every day. I know how to like switch myself. Well, not really, because that doesn't really make you human. I think you know, everyone's got feelings, everyone's got a heart. And um, you, you've, you've, you've just got to learn how to train your mind into thinking, how do I deal with the situation in a different way? If that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And it's like, it, I've got a massive smile on my face because everything you're saying is like, <laughs> it's so, so true. <laughs> you know, it's one of the things that people, when I work with people as a coach, one, one of the first questions people always seem to ask me is, oh, so you must feel positive like every day. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you do a public facing job. So people see you at your best. They see you when you're on, either on TV or on, your, or you're on radio and you have to put a persona out there. But that doesn't mean you're positive every single moment of every single day. It's not normal. And everyone who, have, who I've ever coached, I've said to him the same thing, I never want to get you to that point because it's not, that means you're not feeling something that you need to be feeling. That stress is there to be embraced and felt. Yeah, no, you're hundred percent right there. You know, I, I, I can only talk for myself in my position. Um, being on a platform that I am being in the public, I, uh, you know, um, having the voice that I have is so easy for people to straight away think she's living the life. She's, you know, Everything we see is amazing. She's always happy. She's smiling. She's having a great time, whatever. And I get that a lot. Like on a daily basis, I will hear, you know, even if it's just in a normal conversation, I'll hear people say, how do you stay so happy all the time? How are you so positive? But actually, sometimes you're far from it. You're so far from it. Like, I don't expect people to know that because obviously you won't know that because, you know, you don't live my life. You're not in my shoes. You're definitely not in my brain. You have no idea about the millions of things that are running through my mind, but it's so easy for people to think that. And sometimes, only sometimes, I don't mean this in a bad way, it's frustrating for me when people yeah. think like that because yeah. I, I, get, I get a little bit, no, I don't have a perfect life. Like, no, I don't. I might have an amazing job, but that's because I love my job. Like, I'm, 
I'm very grateful. I'm very blessed that in the position I'm in. But again, going back to learning things in life, I've learned not everyone can have everything. There's no one out there that's got everything. You know, if you had like a wish list, I want the perfect job. I want the perfect, um, I don't know, relationship, the perfect whatever. Um, you you will never find someone on paper that's got every single thing. You you it's just impossible for me. I personally think, but the way I my mindset is, yes, I have a lot of things that I'm very grateful for and I'm very blessed with, but at the same time, I'm still a human being. I'm just like everybody else. I'm no, I don't ever want to be known or um given a name that makes me any bigger or special than anybody else because I'm not like I'm not and I and there's, there's nothing that gives me the right to even say that I need to be on a different level compared to anybody else I'm talking to that's one thing that really really gets to me because I, I don't like when people are like oh no no you know you can have this sort of treatment or you should be treated in this way no um I want to be treated just like everybody else so I think it's really easy to fall into a trap of assuming how another person is feeling or how good their life is. You know, social media plays a massive oh, part in this. a huge part. And especially in my career, in my job, and the field that I work in. And I don't know if it's unfortunate or fortunate. I kind of see both aspects to it. I think we'll get into that anyway, because there's a lot I want to say on social media. But I just think, um, for me, I see the good and the bad that it's done for me. The unfortunate side of it is, I think my job right now in this day and age, obviously it wasn't the same back then, but in this day and age, it's very hard for me to get to where I am without it. I think now you need to you need to feel and be relevant by constantly showing people what you're doing or constantly putting out content. Obviously, you know, being being a broadcaster, that's what I do. You know, I need I need to show you what I'm doing. I need you to hear what I'm doing. So I have to put it out there. Um the bad side of it is people can easily interpret that in a completely different way where it's she's got like goes back to what I was saying she's living the life like you know she's she's having so much fun at work like you know she's got amazing friends she's meeting all these people and yeah certain aspect certain part of it is amazing but actually there's a lot that comes with what I do which I have really struggled with I'm still struggling with and I find it very difficult sometimes to even click click my own brain into place sometimes like and you know I've been in this in this kind of field for at least 10 years now in total and and I still up until today will have days where I don't like certain things that come with my you know my career I don't like certain things um that happen along the way it, it it's not easy it's really not easy like you said it's hard for me as well putting on a show every morning smiling in, with so much energy, which you will see because I've, I'm determined to deliver no matter how much sleep I've had or what mood I'm in that morning. I could have had the worst day ever, but I never want to show it through my job. I never want to show it through my, my radio show or my TV show or even through my social media because I don't need to express to anybody how sad I'm feeling or how you know, crap my day's been or let me just share the biggest problem I've got. We all have problems, but it's just sometimes irritating that people don't understand I can have a bad day as well. Um, and I do. I think I'm just lucky when it comes to radio, you can't see my face. Right. <laughs> right. You know, you, it, um, you can just hear it through my voice. But even then, I think people can 
you can hear through someone's voice if someone's really upset or then just not themselves you yeah, know the, the energy is a little off isn't it you can yeah, sense yeah, it yeah 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 so i feel like yeah to a certain extent i do have to put on an act i do have to you know make myself feel like look i'm waking up and i'm waking up the nation as well so i can't be in this bubble of i'm feeling so sad today or i've got so much going on but i do want people to understand that i have had days many days where i might have had so much stuff going on in my own personal life away from work and that makes it difficult so imagine like you're going through something so bad in your personal life and it's it might be tearing you down, you know, it might be something that you're constantly upset over, you're crying, or you've cried the night before, you've cried on your way into work. These kind of things, I've I've done it all. And the minute I get into the studio, I have to I have to tell myself, I can't be like this. And I shouldn't be like this 24-7 either, really. You know, I've every day is so precious. Why do I want to waste an entire day on the same on the same mood? It's it's not worth it. So I just want people to know that I'm I'm no different to anybody else. Doesn't matter what job anybody's in or how much, you know, glam and all of that you can see on their social media, it's it doesn't make them any different. We we we're all battling something. But that's it's such, such an important message because uh, there's there's so much that I want to dig into you with, with what you've said there because there's so many really important points but you know, it's like you say and I think one thing about you know, mental health and depression, especially, it doesn't look like what what people think it should look like. As in, it's not someone sat in a corner in a dark room crying. It's the person at work who's smiling and having a conversation with you. It's that person who you see every day who you can't read. You don't know what they're going through. And to make an assumption of they look fine, so they must be fine is so, so simplistic. And it just doesn't hit the target at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've hit the nail on the head there like you know it's 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 like they say never judge a book by its cover it's so true I know it sounds so cliche but it's so true like you have no idea what anybody is going through just like me and you having a chat right now you want to know half the things I'm going through I don't have a clue about half the things you're going through but just having a chat and knowing that you know we're, we're smiley or we're we're having a really nice conversation this could be anyone it, you automatically just think, oh, well, this this guy's fine. Like, you know, you haven't got no problems. You sound fine to me. But actually, it could be completely different. You could be walking on the street and somebody smiles at you and they're a very smiley person. And straight away, you're going to think, that guy's living his life. Like, he's so happy. But you don't know that. Yeah, and like you said, people that you're working with, sometimes what I have actually noticed, it is the smiliest people that are kind of good at keeping that that front on i don't know if that's a nice way to put it it probably isn't but it, it I, i've noticed that the, the kind of people that i come across that might have been through similar situations as me or gone through things like depression and anxiety like i have they usually are the people that i'd look at and go what really because you don't you don't see it they don't they don't show it that often and it's usually because they're keeping it either to themselves they don't want to give the energy to anybody else that, that's definitely the case with me I think I don't like putting somebody else on a downer. I don't want to be around somebody else going, I want you to feel my energy right now as well so I can feel better about myself. Like it's not it's not a nice thing to do, but I I guess some people are just better at hiding it than others. I, th- I think that's true. I think some people get really good and and you're right and a lot of the times those people don't want to 
quote unquote bring people down or make people yes. feel responsible for their feelings or they or they're just not comfortable sharing and they're not open with their with their emotions which we see but but bring it to you you mentioned there about you know depression anxiety and at the start of the conversation you were talking about how you know when you were in that place you didn't even sort of realize how bad it it can be or what you're in sometimes and and you see that a lot with people who are facing challenges with mental health that they don't see how down they have actually got you know it really does have to hit rock bottom sometimes before you bounce back how did how was your journey how did you notice that hang on a minute this isn't just i'm feeling down this is something a bit deeper than that yeah i mean there'll be a lot of things that i'm saying today that if my family at any point are listening will be shocked as well because I, I haven't really spoken to them about what I go through. I kind of keep it to myself and get on with it. Yeah. But slowly over as the years have gone on, I've started to open up about it a lot more. And I think it's because you see it so much. You see it around you happening so much. And it's like, this needs to stop because I've been through it and it's not okay. First, and, I, and I'm going to share, and I'm going to share certain moments where I feel like it's hit because I always feel mental health and anxiety and depression doesn't come out of nowhere. I don't think it just happens to people. That's my belief. I think there's triggers in your life that happen or certain experiences that have happened or you've been through, but you don't realize that that's what is taking such a toll. Like you, you sometimes I don't think you realize that's what's taken over your emotions so much or your mind so much, but it's because something somewhere has happened yeah. It's like, it's like a trauma and, and it's like it almost like when you're going through it, you don't realize it. It's when you're out of it, that is like delayed reaction. And then bang, all of a sudden it hits. Exactly that. It's a delayed reaction. You, when you're in it, you just feel like it's the worst thing that's happening to you right now, but you're not actually understanding what you're actually going through. Like you're, you're not, you're not understanding that at that time. And I definitely didn't. So I think my first trigger, um, was when I had graduated and I had no job for about five, six years. And I'm still looking for something, you know, and trying to get to where I really wanted to be. And I couldn't understand why every day I was crying, every day I was moody. My mood swings were like literally zero to 100. And it could switch at any point. It was, and I couldn't understand why I was like that. Like one minute I'd be really, you know, all happy and laughing around with my friends and Five minutes later, I could walk into a different room and I'd burst out crying and I wouldn't understand what the hell is wrong with me. And you question yourself and then you doubt yourself and then you think, am I going mental? What, do, you know, is there something wrong with me? You ask all those questions. Um, and I went through that for a long time without realizing that I'm actually going through something right now. Like this is, this is actually quite something serious that I need to sit back and focus on and, and work on. Um, and I didn't, didn't speak to anyone about it. I was just constantly going in my mind again and again, going, I'm going crazy. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. And then you make yourself feel like you're some sort of, I don't know, um, so, some sort of horrible word that people would say, like, you know, you're some sort of, sort of mental case right now and you're not quite sure like what, what's going on, but actually you're not, you're perfectly normal because everybody is allowed to go through these emotions and not just the simple thing, like not, not knowing where my life was going to go after uni, not knowing what my job was going to be. The fact that I'd, I'd really drilled into my parents' head that I really want to do media and then not being able to prove it to them because I didn't have a job and then sat there going, maybe I should have done what they said. 
it sounds like this is just a normal problem, but these kind of situations can sometimes be the ones that get you so far into this deep, dark hole and you, you become a mess actually because that's what I was and, and I and I was you know I was I was throwing things in my room sometimes and I'd start arguing with people for no reason and then regret it the next day that I've said something and it's because all that anger that you're just soaking in is going out in the wrong places yeah because I wasn't like that energy is trapped isn't it and it yeah. needs to find a way out and it's like it sometimes it's inappropriate how it comes out but it's like yeah. it's, I can't deal with it anymore inside me so I need to yeah. put it on someone else exactly that and 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 I started seeing it very late that that's what I was doing like there'd be certain friends maybe that I've had an argument with them that we wouldn't speak for days and, and it, was, it was the stupidest thing and I'd realized that was my fault and there was no need for me to do that but it's exactly what you said it's because all that energy bad energy I had sitting inside of me I just needed to release it and what do you do the natural reaction for you for when that happens is to to let it out on the next person that's next to you you know the, the person that's in front of you or the person you're going to chat to next or the person you're going to message next it just naturally happens you don't mean it but and and, and you know you realize that later and there's there's m- many more triggers along my my life even not just my journey just my life that I, I've noticed has really brought me into a, a horrible space um and you start thinking all sorts of stupid things and and it, like I said, it still happens today, especially now. Like I can, I can share that with the field and industry that I'm in, I, I struggle with um, social media a lot um, in terms of backlash, in terms of keyboard warriors, um, learning that you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. I'm not going to look a certain way for everyone. I'm not going to look right in the way that somebody might think I should look or sound or do whatever it may be um I struggle with fame I don't I hate it I absolutely hate the fact that I can get spotted on a road or in a restaurant or having a coffee or even just I don't know just sat outside somewhere stood somewhere and it really gets to me my anxiety is built up so much over things like this and I don't want to offend anyone because obviously everybody's journey is different and everyone perception of different things is different and what they want from it but I know there's a lot of people that in my position don't mind you know having a bit of attention some people don't mind having a little bit of some people want to be famous some people do you know what I mean like but I'm if you know me and those listening if you really do know me you know how much I really don't like it I really I don't know what it is and I know it's coming out now as frustration as well because it really it gets to me I think the first reaction that I got out of it was it's overwhelming it's really because you're not used to it you're not used to just people coming up to you and having you know like pictures or really nice conversations don't get me wrong I, sometimes it's overwhelming in such a nice way that there's so much love being shown that wow you know so many people out there really watch my stuff and take stuff from it or find it inspirational or find some sort of release whatever it may be it's nice it's so nice and I, I, it really means the world to me but there's a part of it that I really don't like and that brought me in a really dark space because I wasn't used to it and I get that over the years I've obviously built um a little bit more recognition maybe I don't know how you put it um 
maybe I've grown a bit more in my journey. So people are seeing more of me or hearing more of me. So naturally, obviously, that's going to happen. It's, it's part of the package is what people tell me. And it's true. I can't avoid it. I'm, I'm not going to be able to escape this, you know, and run away somewhere and for it to never follow me again. <laughs> I'm stuck in this situation now. But I, I just want to stress that there's things like that that people won't think affect me, but they affect me so much that I can't explain. Sometimes I can't even bring myself to want to be somewhere or go somewhere because all I'm thinking about is, what are people going to think or what are people going to say or it could be anything I could be stood next to somebody talking and I'm worried about how that's going to then be interpreted tomorrow by someone or do you know what I mean like these little little things a lot of pressure that's a lot of pressure to to go around feeling like that so much pressure and it's not nice man it's like a part of it for me is not I I don't I don't really like resonate with that for me it's more about I want to go in do my job have so much fun with it go home but sometimes it's not it's not as simple as that like I can share a perfect example of I'm a go out person like I'm a very um I don't, I don't know what you call that um I like I like socializing I like being out and about I like going to a good rave a good gig and this is what I've always done you know my, my like my love for music and all of that but it's got so bad now that there'll be certain gigs or places that I'm struggling to go to as a normal person because of what kind of situation I'm going to get myself stuck into. And it really upsets me. It sounds really stupid, but it gets me really down. I, 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 I remember the, the last incident that happened was last year, October, November time. And it was a huge concert happening in Birmingham arena. And all my friends and everyone that I go with will always say, look, we can get, we can get seats that are right at the back so you don't get bugged or, you know, let's get like the extra special seats right at the front and pay extra so you don't get bugged. But I, if you know me again, I want to be in the middle where right, everybody right. else You want to be enjoying yourself still. <laughs> yeah, I want to be in the crowd, like cricket matches and things. I remember like last year and over the you know past two or three years, if I'm sat there, because I, I, I love sitting in crowds like that, I want to be where everybody else is. I want to be in the atmosphere. I want to be around that kind of vibe. But, now like going back to this event it was that bad in terms of for my mental health that I couldn't even stand in the queue to get my bloody ticket to go inside without people hassling me or saying things or coming up to me and then having to go into the arena and sitting with people and then you know the entire block clicking on that I'm sat there and then my friends are like we told you we told you we should have done this we should have done that but my point of all of this is it's upsetting because things like that get to me so bad. It's, it's so hard. I can't explain that. It makes me feel I just can't be the way I used to be. I can't just walk into a place anymore without just thinking about a hundred other things. It's just so sad. It, it sounds really difficult to be like the be in your own space and just enjoy things from a real, like, I just want to enjoy this for what it is without the things that come with it. Because like you say, with your kind of work, fame and, uh, you know, public acknowledgement is going to be part and parcel of that whole package. But that doesn't mean that you want to be that person all the time. There must be times where you just want to be 
anonymous and you know hopefully this face mask stuff will all help you pretty much right now because maybe people <laughs> yeah. won't recognize you so much it's true especially during lockdown walking on the streets like you know not worrying about a thing it's kind of worked <laughs> yeah. yeah. i'm talking like i'm beyonce i really don't want to come across like that i really don't mean it as though I, I just I just mean like, you know, I'm just a radio presenter. I'm a TV presenter. And I just want people to just still, it's fine. I'm not scaring people away. I'm the nicest person in person. I will always make time for you. And I, and I always do. And I'd like to think I respond to every person that messages me or gets in touch with me. I always do. Because believe you me, I, it's, the, it's the one thing that does drive me at the same time to do, you know, to do more. It, it makes me happy that there's so many people that look up to me in a certain way or, take something away from my show whatever it is it it is so heartwarming I can't explain but I also want them to understand that when you do approach me or if you do approach me I'm just normal like just talk to me like a normal person I don't like when people start making you feel so special like you're I'm not man like what the hell I'm just exactly like everybody else and it, it it's one thing that I'm just gonna have to obviously accept and live with it's not gonna change but these things do really get on top of you and and social media like I said going back to that I feel like I've got so much to say on it and it needs to be said um I just think these days there's so many more people that are brave to say the things that they say or do the things that they do but actually I've learned that these are the people that really probably don't have much going on in their lives right now um you know, I'm not saying that they're never gonna they're never gonna have anything going on. Obviously, everybody deserves um, happiness and success and all of that. But I, I've learned that these people really just have so much time on their hands. And if you're listening right now, thinking I get this all the time, or I've had comments like this, and how do you deal with it? You have to learn that these are people behind the screen typing, who I personally don't think would say this kind of stuff if they met you in person. A lot of them don't have, you know, the, the courage to, to come to your face and say what they say. But going back to why I think it's so important with mental health and mindset, it's really brought me down over the past few years. And I never thought, I never thought social media would get to me so bad. Is it, is it, the, is it the negativity of the comments that you get from social media that's brought you down? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the first thing is, backlash when it first kicked in and I, I now I now see it not then I now see that that was the trigger that's what set me off in thinking I'm so put off by it now and it's because when you're making transitions in your life in your career from moving from one step to the next and one step to the next people aren't good with change none of us are like you know when when you're when you're used to something and it changes overnight it's it's hard isn't it it's like oh I don't changes the one thing that people have the hardest time with because even if it's something that they don't really like and it changes at least they, it's like better the devil you know it's that yeah. kind of mentality yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, uns- yeah, yeah. any kind of uncertainty and you were talking about it before about like you know not showing where you're not being sure where your career was going to go at that time in your life where you were you, you know you were thinking maybe I shouldn't do this maybe I should have done what my parents said you know you you had uncertainty in your life then and again you're talking about people who don't like change and I don't I think it's a human condition that people just don't like change but it brings out the worst in people or the best in people depending on which way you decide to go definitely brings out the worst in people um 
definitely, definitely does. And if anyone's experienced the worst, I can I can probably say I'm, I fall into that category. The kind of things that I get is shocking, is beyond me sometimes. Like it's beyond my even my process of thinking. Like I can't even understand sometimes where people even have the strength, the energy, or even the, the guts to say what they sometimes say. Oh, like like, how damaged I, I, must they be to want to do that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, and it's just, I, I could never bring myself to say anything to that ex- to that extent like I, I've it, going back to change you know when you when you're moving from one place to another and then you you step up the ladder again to a different position it's really it's really hard to ignore that negative um vibe that you're getting on social media the negative comments that you you're mentioning it is that and it's and it is backlash that that's when people can't accept you for you they don't want to accept the change or they just have nothing better to do and you're just someone that they can pick on. So I'm going to find something wrong with you right now and I'm going to type it out and I'm going to bring you so down because it's going to make me feel better. And I think that's what it is. It's just you're somehow getting some sort of satisfaction by saying what you've just said and now you think that you can sleep at night. And that's that's what I now struggle with. Like When you're typing things or writing things or certain things you might be doing, how are you actually sleeping at night? I don't, I don't understand. Like, why am I the one that's losing sleep over it? Because I didn't write it. I didn't do it. I created the problem. But it's weird, isn't it? Because that person is the one that's suffering. That's me in this situation. I'm the one that's suffering from this. And I'm the one that's not getting sleep at night. Like, because I'm constantly thinking about it. I'm crying about it. I'm, I'm now doubting myself. And it builds all sort of horrible things in your mind. It, it leads to one thing to another. Like... One, it's your emotions. You're crying so much. You don't need to be giving all that energy out every day. It's not. It's not good for anyone's health. Two, you're then creating some sort of insecurities about yourself. Now, now you're starting to doubt. Maybe I should look a certain way, or I need to, you know, I need to, I need to change this about myself. Maybe is that a problem? Should I change this? If more than one person is saying the same thing, should I do that? No. You know, you sleep on it again. You wake up and you're like, no, I don't need to change myself for anyone. Like that's me, and I need to embrace that that's me yeah I've had all sorts of comments I can tell you that now I've had the worst stuff said to me um whether it be in in public as in you can see it or whether it's through my dms I've had fake profiles made of me all this stupidness that people get I'm just like how you have the energy and time for this I do not know but it's important I'm saying it because that was a massive part that played in my mental health like that was a huge part that brought me down and I know that there's a lot of people that will be going through it have been going through it or still are going through it I know that for a fact because social media is one of the most dangerous things I think that can really mess up your mentality up here it can really get inside of you in a horrible way well it's horrible it's, way. it's social media is a great tool that we can use but it's when it starts using us that it becomes a problem and you know it's also got to take social media needs to take responsibility for the for the negative impact it's had on people's mental health because you know there's there's one thing which is the comparison mentality that everyone has that oh my life's not as good as someone else's life because it looks better on instagram which is not true and then you then like you say it's opened up this whole dark world where people can say what they want with no repercussions with no comeback they can hide behind their screens and say whatever they like and not realize that 
it's it's bullying and and it's you know there's no other real word for it it's it's vindictive it's aggressive it's bullying and it's it's just not on and i think it's great that you're shining a light on this because you know there there's definitely people going through that and it might be even online or offline but there's definitely people going through that other people are saying things about them tearing them down on purpose trying to make them feel small because the person who's dishing it out wants to feel better about themselves and it's so important that people realize that we all are fighting this battle there's always going to be these negative influences around us yeah um I, I agree with all of that. It's just you it is something that you won't be able to escape. There, there's always going to be someone out there that's not okay with something. There's always going to be that person, you know, and they've always got something to say. And it, it, you're right. It is it is a type of bullying. I just feel like as as bad as it is in person, and I'm sure there's so many people listening that will be thinking, I, you know, I've had physical sort of bullying, whether it's in school or in your workplace, and it's happened, but. I want people to know online causes just as much damage. It really, really does. Like you can't even compare the two. It's just as much damage because it eats you up so much that you're constantly going around the same thing again and again and again, and your mind is about to explode. And I, I have to deal with this on a daily basis. It's not something that I've been through. Uh, you know, a certain transition, as I was saying, I still go through it every day. I'm, there will be every day I will see something somewhere that is not very nice. And, and you, you just have to learn to accept that these people, like you said, um, maybe don't have so much going on for themselves, but it's making them feel better. You know, it's just some sort of satisfaction they're getting out of it. And there could be loads of different reasons. Sometimes it's jealousy. There are, unfortunately, there are people that don't want you to be in a certain position just because they're not in it. But if they can't get it, they still don't want you to have what you've got. So I'm just going to do whatever I can now to bring you down and annoy you. Um, you know, and and there'll be people that have have some sort of excitement with the kind of stuff that they do because then they can gossip about it with their friends. Oh my god, I've just said this. Now I'm so sick. Like it doesn't make you sick. You don't look good, and it's nothing to be proud of. Um, I sometimes feel like it's a lot to do with your upbringing and your morals as well. Like no one teaches their children to go online and say such hurtful things because if it was said to you, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't like it either. And I know a lot of people say that, how would you like it if I said it? But it's true. Like, if you turn the tables, that person saying such hurtful things, I can tell you now, if you said anything back to them or responded in any form of way, it doesn't go down well. It continues. Like, that cycle goes again because now now you've really got them angry. And it's not... I just feel like now it's not worth it. I get a lot of people sometimes, even in the industry, giving me advice and tips. You know, and I've asked certain people as well, how do you deal with this stuff? How do you deal with it? And a lot of the time, a common answer I hear is, don't read your own comments, never read your own press, never read your own. Like if you put something up, don't always read through everything, just leave it. Like you've put what you need to put on and train your mind to not read it. But I'm going to be really honest, I, I still struggle with that because as much as it's great to avoid it, I think it's also human nature. If you've seen your name in a comment, you want to know what's written oh, about you. Sure. Yeah, of course you want you. I mean, it's like you kind of need to keep an eye on the, what the feeling is about things as well for you, like your own research purposes. Yeah. You just feel intrigued. Like if I see my name somewhere, I'm like, no, I do want to read what's written about me. I do want to see what this person says. So it's hard. I, I, I can't really say to someone, don't read it. 
I understand people have said that to me and I've tried it. And at times, obviously, it does work because you're not, you're not seeing it. You're just not reading it. And there'll be certain platforms that I, as silly as it sounds, there are certain platforms now that I, I don't look at because I know that that's the place where people have just got nothing else better to do and I'm just, I'm just don't have time for it. And things like, you know, I don't know, well, actually, I won't mention it. I'll probably encourage more people to go to that bloody platform. But what I will say, what I will say is, Always remember, if you are someone that's going through something like that through social media and negative comments and bullying and people picking on certain things about you or um, whether it be image, your job, what you do, whatever it is, always remember that even the biggest, most successful person on the planet gets those comments. Beyonce gets those comments. Like, go on to, like, I don't know, go onto YouTube and look up a music video and I want you to, I do think this helps sometimes because I did do this and I was like, really? Bet she doesn't, she's perfect. Everyone thinks she's perfect. But sometimes if you sit and just read through somebody else's comments, I'm like, wow, there actually are people that don't like her. There actually are people that have got something to say about even her or whoever it is. I'm just giving an, an example. You're not the only person that gets it. Every person in whatever light who puts something on a social media platform will get it at some point. You just got to learn to train that mindset and you can't keep focusing on the negative because you might get a hundred amazing comments and I've been there. You'll get a hundred nice comments and then you'll get that one or two people that stick out and you're just focusing on that now. And actually, why do I want to focus on two over a hundred nice comments? So I've learned, no, I'm not going to give these two people my time and energy because that's draining my time and I'm not going to get those five minutes back in my life. So those five minutes have wasted on you. I'm now seeing it as wasted energy. I'd rather put those five minutes into just appreciating people that have supported or loved or liked whatever it was. So you, you've got to train your mindset like that. Uh, you you mentioned a couple of times now about training your mindset and obviously that's you know that's the area that I'm I'm involved in and I'd I'd love to kind of get your thoughts on how you go about training your mindset from your perspective and share some of your experiences especially I'd like to kind of just rewind a little bit because obviously we're talking about you know the time where you faced depression and anxiety and how bad that got for you how did you start to get out of it do you do you remember like how the, yeah. the steps you took or the the process you went through to think, I need to try and build myself out of this now. So I remember like going back to that time of, you know, feeling worthless, feeling like I've worked so hard, I've graduated, I've done everything I could to get what I thought I needed to be somewhere. And how is the world not responding to this? How are they not wanting to work with me? Whatever it is, you know, I, I've... I've had a, a hundred emails that are still in my inbox of people rejecting me for jobs and things like that. And I used to feel so down and worthless. And I remember it got, it did get to a point where my friends would say, Oh, you know, one of my closest friends would say, you can't stay like this. Like, this is not okay for you. Why don't you seek some sort of professional help? And my first initial reaction was, I'm not mental. Why do I need to go for help? That's what I said. That is on, the honest truth. That's what I said. I went, there's nothing wrong with me. Like, are you trying to say there's something wrong with me? And then I went into that whole like whirlwind of emotions of going, oh my God, I can't believe you're thinking there's something wrong. And you do, because then you start thinking, I haven't got a problem. Why are you trying to say I've got a problem? Um, 
and, and that was my attitude and it wasn't the right attitude at all. That's not how you should be thinking. And obviously you will, or some people will initially feel that way, but you have to tell yourself, the more you keep telling yourself that I haven't got a problem, I haven't got a problem, I haven't got a problem, doesn't solve it either. You're not, you're not solving your problem by saying it either. So the day my, well, it did get to a time where I cried so much one night so much so I I couldn't even open my eyes I was that upset and I actually had to question myself and I asked I had a conversation with myself in my bed thinking do I need to go for some help and I think maybe I do maybe I just need someone to talk to and tell me what what I need to do about this what what can I do so I eventually it took a lot of time and I kind of do regret that it took me that long I wish I did go sooner. I, I do wish I, I went sooner, but I didn't. Um, eventually, when I did go, um, you know, to see a doctor and a therapist, it then led to, you know, counselling and going for therapy and learning about how my emotions were um, getting from good to, to bad so quickly just by talking about life. It's, it was literally that. It was just sit down tell me what's going on and you're not actually it's weird like you're not you're not purposely thinking about what you're about to tell this person what your problem is it naturally happens because that's when you're yeah and that's when your therapist will just be like well that's your problem like what you've just said right now that's bugging you that's your problem like I found it and and then you realize and there'll be also I mean I'm not I'm not a therapist I don't want to tell people what to do but just a couple of things that helped me what I got told to do was to you write some things down, you know, that are bugging me. Write some of those problems down and the things that are out of my control. Out, screw the piece of paper up, throw it in the bin, done. Like, problem's gone. Like, what can I actually do about that? Whatever the situation is. I don't want to give examples because everybody's situation will be different and how you deal with it. But little things like that really did help sometimes. Like, I'd really think about, actually, yeah, this one's just so stupid. Like, it's actually just in my mind for no reason and I can't do anything about it. So why am I keeping it? So there'd be little things like that, the little techniques that they they teach you or help you with in terms of learning how to deal with it. And then there'll be other problems that maybe go a bit deeper and it's trauma or it's, you know, whatever it may be, losing someone and grieving. I, I went through a lot in those six years of stuff like that you know I am open to say it you know I lost one of my best friends overnight and he had no problems no health problems and that was it dealing with the shock of that of one one minute you're having an, an amazing conversation and the next minute you can't ring them you know and in the space of a couple of weeks this I think this again does play a huge part in why I went into this horrible space for a couple of years was after that, it'd been about four weeks, if that. It was less than a month. And I lost my cousin who commit suicide. So it, then I, I'm now dealing with that. And it's like, how has someone just done that? Do you know what I mean? And it, it was a horrible, horrible time and horrible space. But going back to my point of therapy when I was seeking help, this was all coming out without purpose, like consciously thinking about it. I was just, oh my God, you know, and I've lost my friend and I've lost this and I'm like, I, I can't deal with it and there's so much going on and now my job's changed and I'm moving to London. All this was happening at the same time. Everything I'm saying was in the same year and it, I'll never forget it. 
in my life being 27 was the worst year of my life it really was because there was so much that had happened that I'd clamped up together like change again like I said moving to London it sounds stupid but actually it was a massive thing for me leaving my family and leaving my friends and picking up my entire life to move to a different city and now adapt to that I was just getting myself so upset and worked up and I hated it I just hated life I just I just thought why am I doing this I hate it I hate the effort I'm going through I don't like the way I'm feeling I'm away from everyone my family's so far away and I'm such a family oriented person I sound like I'm just complaining now, but all of this is what was coming out in these sessions. And that's when you realize, hold on a minute, I have been through a lot. I'm going through a lot and I'm not realizing that I need to take this step by step. And they will help you do that, you know? And it's not, I, I also want people to know that therapy doesn't mean that they will solve your problem. Like your problem's gonna go tomorrow. Like you're not gonna be upset about something anymore. But I think it helps in terms of they help you, going back to what I said, they train your mind into working a certain way where you're not focusing so much on that emotion too much. It's not, you're never going to cry again. No, you no, have to cry. You, Everybody it, needs to release. There's no uh, like fix, if you like, if, if that's the right word for it. There's no moment where it's like, oh, everything's cool now. I'm going to be happy yeah. for the rest of my life. It's constant. You know, it's, it's like going to, I always explain it, it's like, it's like going to the gym for your body. You can't go to the gym once and expect to be in great shape. You go every day for a reason, because if you stop going, you're going to lose the shape that you built. And the mind is the same, the same principle for the mind. I think what you've said, you know, just to kind of summarize, because there's so many amazing points that I want to kind of pick out of that, that uh, uh, that people can take into their own life. First one being is acknowledging the first step to change has to be acknowledgement. It's like, you know, you talked about that that moment where you were crying and you woke up and you're like, no, this do I need help? And it, until you get to that point of asking yourself the question, you know, do I need some support here? It's not that there's anything wrong with you. It's not that you that you're a bad person or that you're crazy. It's just that asking yourself and being real with yourself do I need some help here? Because everyone who, who has ever changed, they've gone through that same process of, you can't change someone who doesn't want to change. You, the person who thinks, actually, I've got something here that I need to deal with, they're the, pe they're the people that are going to change. So the one message I want to share from, you know, take from your story is, whoever is out there listening to this is, if you're going through something, the worst thing you can do is deny it and pretend yeah. it's not there. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, full, fully, fully agree with that. It, it is that, and I, I feel so strongly about that point. The minute you realize that you're going through something, it's all right, but you might need a bit of help, and you've acknowledged the fact that there's there's something a little bit more deeper than what you think right now, and you you might need a bit of help with this. It is definitely the first step of getting better, and you know, recovering whatever whatever word you want to use there like you know what's going to help you now I know that when that moment came for me yes it might have been a little bit too late it, it did because for me it dragged for a very long time and I kept putting off the idea of I don't want to go I don't want to go I don't need help I don't need help and the the point that I did get to that I'll never forget that day because there was never another moment in my life that made me think I need to go it was just that one day something clicked in my mind and I thought I can't I don't want to cry like yeah who Can wants to cry get tired every day? of feeling like that yeah 
you want like no one wants to feel like that I don't know anyone that wants you know gets a buzz out of crying every night I get sick of it like you'll go through a phase and everybody goes through phases but you don't want to keep crying like that and sometimes when I'm crying even now when I do cry I'm just like I don't want to cry stop it like but you can't help it because your your mind and emotion is saying so much more than the actual crying part of it so you're right I think accepting it and acknowledging it and knowing that I need help is the first step forward you've already made the biggest step by knowing that you need to go huge huge step just going and knowing that you know I got told I was in depression and I I do need a little bit of help I even had to have you know medical help where I was put on medication for a bit everybody works in different ways again like for me it, it worked for a while, but then again, after after a certain amount of time, it, I started seeing certain side effects that weren't good for me. So I had to then go in a different in a different route and try and work on it. Everybody's different. Everybody's whole mindset and way of understanding things and coping with things is different. So, like you know, I don't don't want people to quote me on everything, but I just want you to hear my experiences. But please do remember that. There's always someone out there that will listen to you. You might be in a situation thinking, I don't want to share it with my family. Because there might be certain reasons why you don't want to share it. Yeah, sometimes there too close. Some, yeah. Sometimes your friends, you, you feel like they might judge you or whatever's happened to you in your life that you might have done something or something's gone wrong or you're, you're just hurt by something or trauma. Like I said, grief, whatever it is. Don't feel like, because my fr- I don't want to tell my friends or my family, I haven't got anyone. There's always someone on the other end of the phone, even where you can you can go for help. There's so much out there that you can find, and sometimes all you need is a shoulder to cry on, pair of ears to listen, you know, to what you have to say. And I can't express sometimes just saying it out loud takes off such a load off your mind and your your chest, it makes you feel lighter. And that was the second point that I wanted to to bring out of what what you said there is obviously step one, acknowledging it, not denying it. But step two, the expression of these emotions and feelings, either through talking, through writing things down, because when it's in your mind, when it's trapped inside your body, it's really hard to acknowledge how you're feeling. It's really, it's, you're kind of lost in thoughts and because you haven't verbalized those thoughts, they, they build up and build up and build up. And once you have the opportunity to talk about things, again, you know, it's not an instant fix that everything's going to go away, but it's almost like the pressure valve gets released a little bit or you start to be able to express how you're feeling and understand it better because after yeah. acknowledgement of, yes, I need, uh, I need help here, is let me understand what I'm facing you can't understand it if it's just something that's in your brain, can you? You have to express it verbally, written, however it is. But that expression of it makes you understand it. And once you understand it, then becomes a step up. Okay, now I understand it. Now I'm going to figure out how to deal with it. It's like a process that you have to go through. And if you miss the next step of that process, which is talking and understanding, you you can't, how do you, how do you get to solution without understanding? If you don't know what you're facing, how are you going to solve it? It is, it's exactly that. Like, you know, when you're, you're not going to see things when you're constantly thinking about it again and again, because if you imagine like you're just filling your mind, like, I don't know, let's say you're filling your mind with dark, you know, gray clouds over and over again, like another problem is a gray cloud, another one's a gray cloud. You're only going to see a blur. Do you know what I mean? Like 
you can't see through that mist. I don't even that's such I don't even know if that's a good example. I don't know what we're about. But it, it is kind of like you're blurring your mind so much that you filled it up with so many like grey clouds that now you're just stuck there now because you can't see anything. Like you, you can't. And it's until you don't break it down a little bit, step by step, you start to see it clearer. It's like any situation in your life, no matter what it is, until you don't sit down and break it down, like slowly, slowly, like look at it and really try and understand each bit of it, you will start to see clearer. You do see light at the end of the tunnel. It might not always solve your problem completely. It might not be like, a happy ending it might not always be something that you wanted in the end like that's just life like that's life you're not going to get every outcome that you want but you've got to learn that some some outcomes might work out for the best maybe some things do work out because that's the way it's meant to be i've learned through my process another thing that i've learned is i need to stop thinking everybody's problem is my responsibility and that's something that i do as well and i've learned that through therapy that I, I focus too much on wanting to help everybody that's got in a situation around me, whether it's my friends or my family or whoever's going through something, I take it on myself. And then I can't sleep at night because I'm so worried about them. And I'm like, no, I need to help this person. Like, I, it could be someone so close to me, whoever it is, you know, your, your siblings, your, your, your best friends, your parents, your grandparents. It could be anyone. And you take it on yourself thinking, I need to solve this or I'm crying about it. And believe you me, I've done that so many times in my life and I probably still do to a certain extent and I take it on me but I've le- again through therapy I'm just I'm just giving another example that I've learned I need to learn that I can't carry everybody's problems I can't solve everybody's issues because I'm not a superhuman and neither is anybody else none, none of us have superpowers to to be able to help everyone in terms of you've got a problem I'll help you you've got a problem I'll help you you've got an issue I'll solve it and take it on you you can't carry the entire world's problem. You can't fix the world either. Not every, you can't change certain situations. Some things are going to be the way it is, and some situations and people you've got to let them learn. Sometimes in their own way as well. There's only so much you can do. Like you said, you can't change a person, right? You can't. They're going to be the way they are. You can't. You can't change someone. So learn to accept certain things like that as well. Like if this needs to be a certain way let it be if that person needs to be in this certain way and I need to let go let it be like whatever the situation is you you it's acceptance as well you it's hard but you've got to do it because it's life life doesn't move on if you don't learn what you need to let go of you use my favorite word which is well two of my favorite words which is acceptance and learn and really you know what you're saying there is I can't agree any more with you in terms of you can't fix every situation in life. And a lot of people think that if they have fewer problems or if everything goes the way that they think they should go, that means that life is better. Whereas that is absolutely not the case. The case of the the, the fact of the matter is it's not what you go through in life. It's how you go through it. That makes a difference if someone's happy or unhappy. And, you know, the focus that people need to train themselves because it's not natural, but they need to train themselves to start to think is, what can I learn from this? Not how can I control this? Not how can I fix this? Not how can I make every situation go the the way that I want it to go? It's okay, I'm in this. Number one, your word, acceptance, I accept it. Number two, how do I learn from this and how does it make me better? 
how can I use this no matter how painful it is? You know, you've been through through incredible pain and stress, but you've come out of it from the side of thinking, okay, well, how do I learn? What what is what lesson is there in the middle of all this pain? There must be a lesson that I need to be paying attention to right now. Yeah, yeah, man. Like even now, like it, just because I'm I'm going for help or have been for help or been through certain situations, it doesn't mean I'm now living a perfect life now because I've been through it. It's not. It doesn't work like that. You know, I, I still have bad days. I'll still have days where I'm feeling you know, my lowest or I'm going through something again or another problems come into my life. But I've, I've learned that you're always learning. Life is about learning. Like it doesn't matter what battle you're going through. You're going to, you're going to come across so many hurdles and obstacles and things that you have to learn about yourself or you're learning about somebody else or you're learning about a situation or how things work or you're always learning. Everyone's learning every single day, but you have to accept that you want to learn that as well. You can't refuse to like think you to yourself. Fight, you can't fight it, can you? Yeah, you can, and you can't stick in your own stubborn ways. Sometimes, like we all do, you can't be like, no, "I'm not going, and I'm not going to start. I'm going to stay where I am." Well, that's fine then, because then you're going to stay in that same position for a very long time. Because sadly, that is that that's the way life goes, you know. And I do think it's very important to have a very strong support system around you, whether that be friends, family, whoever, I'm going back to that point again, but I do think it's important to have good people around you, people that you know you can rely on, you can count on, you can share things with, will be there for you, you know, in, in a heartbeat. Spot those people and keep them close and really show them your appreciation as well. I really do show them how much they mean to you. Tell people, talk to them. Like it's so... I think this is another big problem that's happening right now, which is why I think mental health and all of that is getting so much worse is because we don't talk about the good things enough. Like, oh, I feel no. like the, the world talks about the bad things way more than, you know, people are quick to tell someone what their problem is with someone rather than going to someone saying, I love you. Yeah, you know, it could be anything, you know, like it could be to anyone. Like, I really love you. I appreciate you. I, Thank you. I, thank you for you being know, there for me. Yeah, like thank you for being there uh, always or in a particular situation, whatever it is. Like these are things that we should actually be saying on a daily basis anyway. We, I'm guilty of it. I'm 100% guilty of it. But I'm, I know that actually, why, why do I not just spend more time telling people the good things about them or just appreciating someone for a day? You know, make someone smile. You don't know what they're going through. Bring that smile on someone's face because I promise you, you saying that to someone else makes you feel so, so oh, good. Sharing so love is good. like one of the best feelings that gives you a high that nothing else can give you. Just to, you know, and again, you say, you bring up an amazing point. I put a post on Instagram a few weeks ago now and I was talking about how, you know, like if you smile at someone, how much that can mean to them, how it could potentially change their day, change their life, change everything about how they're feeling just by sharing love and kindness. Exactly. And and I think it's also important to mention, like, always remember, it doesn't have to be someone that's close to you or someone that you know to help Give it them. to a stranger. I Yeah, like, there could be someone that you, if there's something that you've spotted in someone, or maybe it's someone, like, let's say, for example, I've been through some things, so I might know certain symptoms or situations or emotions that I can relate to, but I don't know this person. And I can just read through them and think, I think this person is going through something or maybe they're seeking a bit of help. Sometimes what you're seeing and hearing from someone that's a complete stranger or you're reading something can be just a, a cry for help. Someone could just be reaching out there 
for someone to help them. Like everyone's been in this position. And please, if you spot it or you know, I'm not telling you to get so invested into their life. I'm not saying that. If there's something, anything that you can do from from making them smile and just giving them a compliment to make their day, it it really does make the world of a difference. You could take it to the extent of saying, I've been through something similar. I can give you somebody's number maybe. I can suggest some helplines. I can suggest therapy or I went through this. I recommend this. Please do it because sometimes that's all somebody needs. I at that point didn't talk to enough people to even get that kind of response because no one would have thought it. Do you know? So that was kind of my fault as well because I didn't really show people I had a problem. So maybe if I talked about it or I spoke to someone, I could have had people helping me or telling me which route to take or what direction to go down. And if if I could tell myself that again, that's the one thing that I would do. I, now, by all means, if I ever see someone or I hear someone going through pain or whatever, I want to make them smile, man. What does it cost for you to make someone smile? It's not costing you anything. You will, if anything, I sleep better at night knowing I've just made someone day by saying that. Yeah, makes yeah. me happy. It makes me feel good, and we should all do more of that. Everyone we, should. We, we should. We should all do. I mean, that is, it, we get into routines in life. You know, sometimes the negative routines. But if we could, if if as a society, as a community, we could get into the routine of lifting each other up, this would be such a better place. And like you say again acknowledging the good and the success and the happy moments and that's not to throw it in people's face but that's just to share good vibes with with like you say some people are going to hate so they don't want to hear that but the people who use your circle people that you keep close to share those vibes and and I want to kind of touch on a point because you know being Asian in in the same generation you know, with our, with our elders the way they are, we are not actually really taught to celebrate success. We're actually taught, don't say it out loud because if you do, you're going to get bad luck. And it's kind of like, and I, and I had this conversation with someone the other day and I was like, that shit's got to stop because we're being taught, we're being taught to focus on the negatives or to talk about the problems or to be involved in gossip. And then we get ourselves and we wonder why, well, it's because we've been focused on it for so long. Like, what is that about, really? And it's a really good point to bring up, like, especially talking from, you know, the Asian culture. And if you come from that background, you're right. We we are taught or told even about it. Like you just said about success and stuff like that. Like, I feel like you, it goes both ways, you know, from coming from an Asian background. I feel like sometimes one person is telling you, you need to be so successful like you need to be the best of the best and then you constantly get compared to people i know this happens in asian culture all the time you're constantly getting compared to somebody else's kid who's doing so much better than you or they're in a position that's so much better than you this is asian culture i'm telling you that like i know it might happen everywhere else but it's so bad with with us i feel like we're constantly being told they're doing so they're doing this they're doing yeah. that they're doing never this. good never good enough no matter what you're, you're doing never, you're never good, good enough, enough. Yeah, so it's like, well, what can I possibly do to make you feel like I'm successful or to make you feel like I'm actually not that bad? But some people do have it that bad in their families. Some people do get it a lot of that pressure and stress from their parents. It definitely needs to stop. It 100% needs to stop. I don't know if I'm like sidetracking a little bit now, but I, I, I do a lot of this um, this kind of chat with people when I when I when I meet students and stuff because they're in a position now where they're trying to think of what they're doing next in life, right? Like subjects and future. And 
up till this day, there are still families, and I hear these stories from so many people. No, but I don't think my parents are going to like if I do this. I don't think my parents are going to like if I do that because this this makes you look bad. Or again, going back to what you said, it makes you look bad. Or you know, it, this isn't. You're not going to get a good wage out of this. All this stupid crap that you hear all the time. And I'm like, hold on a minute. Not all of that needs to stop. First of all, your child is entitled to do what they want to do and follow their dreams. I'm such a strong believer in that. Guidance is one thing. Supporting them is one thing. You know, and teaching them right from wrong is one thing. I, I accept all of that. But no person or child is going to do well in something you're forcing them to do because they don't enjoy it. I can promise you, yeah, I can promise you your children will enjoy something a hundred times more and be a hundred times more successful in something they really like because they're going to put all their energy into it. They're going to absolutely love what they're doing and they'll reach that, that success point that they keep going on about. And when, when you do reach a point like depression and anxiety and you're going through something, like say you've got to that point now, then nobody wants to talk about it. In your family, it's not even a problem. Asian people don't think it's an issue. It's just going, IT code and I, you'll be all right. Like you're just going through something. It's just whatever. No, actually, no, that is not as simple as going, you're just going through something, you'll be all right tomorrow. That needs to stop as well. Like why are people so scared to talk about it? It's, it is something that happens and it is something that people need help for. And that's the bottom line. 100% agree. And, you know, like you say, passion in what you do. If, you know, I, I, I do the same. I talk a lot in, in schools and stuff like that. And I talk a lot to parents as well. And I'm like, well, what do you want for your kids? And they're easy to say, you know, oh, I want them to be a doctor or I want them to be blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, I want them to be married before they're 30 and yeah. all these kind of ridiculous like milestones that they've got. And I always, I always ask some, well, the ones that I have this conversation with, like, where does happiness fit into the things that you want for your child? Like, why exactly. isn't that the number one thing that you want? Like, you've got this yep. list, this CV yep. that, that you want them to have, but yep. you haven't mentioned health, happiness, because if you've got those two things, you've got more than a lot of people in this world. Yeah. And pursuit of happiness, letting, you know, like, I was so keen to speak to you because, you know, at the start, I mentioned you've broken through barriers, stereotypes, you've broken through obstacles as an Asian woman doing what you do. There's innovation, there's, you know, trailblazing without people like you setting, paving the way. I, I spoke to to Kaper a couple of weeks ago as well. You and Kaper, I'm so blessed to be talking to you because you're setting the standard where young people, male or female, can look at you and go, there's two people who probably got told they shouldn't be doing this. They did it. And I want to do something that I enjoy. What what an inspiration. Thank you, first of all. I mean, that means a lot to me. It, it really, really does. And I appreciate that because sometimes it is nice to hear someone just tell you that you've broken barriers and you've got somewhere that, you know, a lot of people are still fighting to be in that position. You know, they're fighting to get there. And, and it's nice to be reminded sometimes as well because you get so wrapped up in it. But I, I, do, I do want to say like, it, it's so easy going back to what we were saying at the beginning to fall into the trap of thinking they must have got lucky or they've just got lucky or whatever, you know, it's just come to them or they must know someone who knows someone and all these stupid things that you hear of. But actually you need to really sometimes learn to respect people's graft and grind. Please learn to respect that people have, you know, put in a lot of blood, sweat and tears into some certain positions and places that they're in right now. Nobody gets things handed to them on a plate. Like, 
I'm sorry, but it doesn't matter what position you're in. At some point, somewhere, you have worked for it. You know, you have worked for it. And obviously, some people have worked a little extra, a little more than others. But I don't like the concept of people saying they've just not worked for it. They've just got lucky. Even if they have got lucky in whatever position they're in, maybe it's their skills though that have got them there. You can't, you've still got to have a skill and a talent to be in a position that you're in. You know, you, you can't just put shade on them straight away. Like, I, d- I don't like that perspective that some people sometimes have of just, you know, they're, they're there because they've got lucky or whatever. And it, I, I get people sharing their stories with me all the time. I get so many young girls messaging me on a daily basis. Hearts, how did you do this? How did you get into media? How did you get, you know, like they're constantly wanting to know. And it's because of what you said, where a lot of the time we're getting told that we shouldn't do it. We're getting told that you can't do it or whatever. I don't like, I've been quite blessed in the, in the sense that my family's never stopped me from doing it. They never said, no, you're not doing it. But they've always been concerned. I've had those chats and conversations with them going, are you sure? I don't really think you should. Are you sure? What are you going to do with it? Are you sure? When I went into DJing, it was like, why are you going to do that? Like, you shouldn't really be going out late. You know, it's more of a guy thing to do. That All that kind of mentality. I can promise you now, having had been that person who's had those conversations and had to hear it, not from people outside of my family as well that didn't want me to be in it and wanted to bring me down saying that's not going to happen. I can tell you now, open-heartedly, my family are my biggest fans right now. They're my biggest, my biggest supporters in life now. It's my mum and dad and those people that once upon a time I felt maybe just didn't care about what I was doing. They didn't. They were just like, well, you picked it now, so you're just going to have to deal with it. What are you going to do with it? I've proved, I've proved it now because I've done those moves I needed to make. I've worked my bloody ass off to get to where I am. And now I feel it's such a different feeling saying it out loud that that those that family now is they're so proud like I can't explain it. it's not they're not just saying it now it's not just they're thinking about it because, because they've seen the, the bloody journey that I've been through and everything I've had to deal with and how happy I am now and how it's not about the success all the it's time yeah it's not yeah it's not always about like how successful she's got it's about how happy she's got right. and how hard she worked to bloody get where she is. And I'll never forget, my dad was like, you worked so hard for it. You wanted it. You fully deserve what you've got right now. Like you, You're there. And it's amazing that you got it. And I, I can't be more thankful to them as well for, for now changing a little bit of their mindset. They don't miss a single show. My mom and dad do not miss a single radio show. I never thought that would happen, by the way, yeah. ever. Never thought that they'd actually care <laughs> really? or listen to them that much. But they're so proud now. But I want That's other amazing. girls. Yeah, I want other young girls, even guys, to know that it's bloody possible, man. Please, if you're going through something like if your family, if if it's your family that's giving you that pressure of, you know, you're not doing that. I want you to go into this. I don't want you to do that. I want you to go into that. Please come to some sort of, you know, a negotiation or meet in the middle and just really show your passion i've learned that you have to show them you can't just say it saying it sometimes doesn't doesn't go down the way you want it to go they don't understand it the way that you say it sometimes you have to just show your passion really really tell them what it means to you why you want to do it how you're going to get there like you have to sometimes put it out on a piece of paper i'm going to do this 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 to get there it will happen and i promise you you can change people's minds and feelings over things because if I can go from that to now having a family that 
like honestly I was just so proud of where I am right now and literally are my biggest supporters on the entire planet I can't tell you enough how how that changed but it, it happened so it can happen for anyone else it can happen for you not it's not impossible not not at all and you know we're, we're gonna you know, our, our parents or friends or society, whatever it is, community, they will put this pressure on you. And, and I just want to kind of take forward that point that you made there, because sometimes we are looking for acceptance from other people to say, oh, yeah, yeah, go do it. And then, oh, they believe in me, so I'll go do it. And there's going to be loads of times where you don't get the acceptance that you're looking for. You don't get the support. You don't get the encouragement. But it's on those days you really need to find something within yourself that says, I really want this. And, you know, just to remember that when people tell you no, it's based on their fears, it's based on their belief systems, it's based on their values. And you don't have to live in someone else's blueprint and think, you know, someone, the person telling you no is because they don't believe it can happen. That doesn't mean you have to also believe it won't happen. But if you just soak up and say, well, they don't believe it, so I'm not going to believe it. No one's ever going to go forward from there. You're going to be stuck in a cycle of, oh, okay, well, I'm just doing exactly the same thing, living my exact same life in some from someone else's perspective, not from my own. And there does have to be a point of, I'm breaking out of that. And I want to make it clear that that doesn't mean that you're disrespecting your family, your parents, whatever, by following what you want. You can still follow what you want and respect people at the same time. Yeah. I, de- I definitely want to um, add on to that point where you just said, uh, because that's so important. Like, I'm, I really don't want to come across like I'm telling you to go against your family and do it in the wrong way. There, obviously, there's certain things that stupid things that people will do to do that. But it's one, it's not worth it, and two, it's not nice. Like, respect your family, respect your elders, take on board what they're saying. You know, that your parents are most of the time right, especially when it comes to guidance and what they feel is best for you. And you've got to respect that. You have to respect that. But you just have to somehow have a conversation, an adult conversation about why something is so important to you, why it makes you so happy and how you're going to go about it. I really do think the how is so important because unfortunately for us, we have to concentrate more on the how than the I want to do it. Because for us, we really have to work so hard to prove why we want to do this and how we're going to get there and, you know, what the outcome is going to be. I've noticed in the Asian culture, if you can tell them what the end goal is, they're all right with it then because they're like, all oh, right, okay, so you're definitely going to get that, yeah. You're definitely, you're definitely going to be there. Than us. And But who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? You're not certain about what's going to happen. So you can't you can't put promises out like that. Like, oh, yeah, mom, I'm going to be the biggest TV presenter at the end of all of this, right? Okay, okay, dear, you go do that. Like, life doesn't work like that. So I'm, I'm not saying be extra, but... I had to really show them why it made me happy. And I told them again and again, I'm not stopping until I get somewhere. And I don't care what you say when it comes to trying to direct me into a different route. But I always took on board what they said, like, you know, do things in a respectful way, do things in the right way, don't speak bad to anyone. You know, I've, I've got all of those morals and manners instilled in me, which I'm so thankful for, because I think that's so important. Take on board what they're saying, but 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 just try and explain to them why you want to do it and i'm telling you if you chase your dreams you will love you will love your life man i i find it so important that you have to wake up every day and enjoy what you do i know so many people that hate their job that constantly complain don't want to go tomorrow i can't love to go to work tomorrow we all have days like that that's fine but i don't like people that constantly keep saying 
hate I hate what I do, I just hate it or whatever. But it's like, but you've chosen to do that. You're no one's no one's pushed you up against the wall saying you have to only do this. No. If that's what if, if you're in a position right now, I've got I've had friends as well that are in have been through a situation like that and I've had to say to them, Do you not want to wake up every morning feeling excited to do what you do? Do you not wanna do you feel do you not want to feel happy that you're going to work and you're you know being satisfied in some sort of way you know you're getting something out of it or you're proud of something I can't keep listening to people say that but change it then you can change that you can be the change of that feeling and emotion and you know stress you you can control your emotions and a situation to a certain point and I and that's why I keep saying follow your dreams don't go through all of that stress and then just carry it on for the rest of your life because why why do you want to live with so much regret that I could have done that I could have done that I wanted to do this do it do it it'll change your life do it there is no time like the present and you know again in the intro I was very kind of, I, I wanted to word what I said about you in the right way because and I and I said incredibly talented who's backed it up with hard work and dedication because here's the thing and, and you mentioned it a minute ago about respecting people's graft, about putting the graft in, because you can say you want something and you can wish for things. And here's the other thing is you can wish your parents were more supportive. You could wish you had more opportunities. You could wish you were luckier, quote unquote. Talent is one thing, but talent means nothing without hard work. And it's about the graft. You went through six years working for free to get to have an opportunity to get to where you're at. People might not know that or, or hear that side of the story, but it didn't come easy. Nothing's come easy. You've worked your ass off for every single opportunity that you've got. And once you put the work in, you know, grace and luck and whatever you want to call it shows up, but it doesn't show up if you don't put the work in. No. And and it you're right. Like it, it pays off in the end, man. Like those six years, I, I, you know, not everybody will know. And it's sad because, I wish everyone would know, but I can't always like talk about it and tell every single person, I mean, this is what happened, this is what happened. But it, I want people to listen to this and take something away from it because those six years, if I didn't go through it, I probably wouldn't be where I am right now either. Like sometimes you have to go through certain experiences and phases of your life and emotions to, to get to where you are. And there's always a lesson in it somewhere that like you're always learned. There's, there's always a reason why something's happened somewhere for you to learn and take something forward, right? And like, even though mine was six years, it was a hell of a long time. I, I you know, like I, I've said before, I, I do sometimes feel, and I shouldn't, that, oh my God, like I wasted so much of my life, like six years of doing nothing where I could have had all of this maybe a little bit earlier. But actually everyone's journey is different as well. So always remember, don't compare it to somebody else who's the same age as you or, the same, you know, the same, they're being in the same year as you in school or I'm 30, you're 30, but you're in a completely different place to me. Don't, don't ever, ever do that. We all fall into a trap when we're younger. Like you said, I think you mentioned it earlier, by 30, you need to be settled. Like we've always had, everybody's been told that. By 30, you need to have your family, your kids, your house, your marriage, whatever. No, life doesn't work to a plan. And I'm, I've learned that the more and more you plan, the more and more you go away from it as well. So don't, don't set yourself goals in terms of a day and a time and an age. Set yourself goals like by this point, I want to have learned this much. By this point, I want to have got to this position. Like 
but please don't compare to other people because I, I've been through a phase like that as well at, at one point and it made me get into this horrible emotion again going back to thinking I've got to this age but so-and-so's got all of this so why am I still stuck in these six years of sat at home not doing anything but everybody's journey is different everyone's life is different everyone's path is different you know some people might want to go left but your route might be going right like it might not work for you you know and sometimes the more freaking directions you take the better because you learn so much more along the way so it's not an easy route who goes from a to b straight away to where they are no one does no one does no way so you're, you're gonna have the ups and downs and you will have a lot of days in your life where you want to give up or you think that the world's over or the life's messed and but always remember you get over it man every single person can get through it with a bit of help if you need it please please go for it and just talk not enough people talk just talk and then share share that love yeah yeah for sure in terms of your mindset now then from you know where you've been to where you are today what would you say has changed the most for you over those years what are you more focused on now that you look back and think I didn't really know that back then but I've learned these lessons going forward a lot of things actually to be honest could be here all day saying I've learned this learned this learned this because I didn't I didn't know a lot about a lot of things um I'm just going to repeat a few things um that I have learned that I have mentioned you know one things like what how much does it mean or matter what people think or say of you i've i've learned it means nothing it really to me just means nothing anymore i don't care what people's opinions are on certain things i don't care if i want to do a certain thing and how much that person needs to be satisfied from it or who who am i pleasing by doing this we've all been through life where you you take a certain step or you do a certain thing because you're going to impress someone and it's like, I can't wait to do that until they're happy. Focus on yourself, man. Focus on your happiness. Focus on what's making you feel good at that time. And stop thinking about 50 different people, what their opinions on it are going to be. Because I've, I've done it my entire life. I actually have. I've always focused on what they're going to say, what they're going to say, what my mom's going to say, what my dad's going to say, what my friends are going to say, what so-and-so's relative going to say because in Asian culture you're still thinking about the next auntie that lives like freaking 10 streets away what's she going to think about it like gossip and conversation for people's pleasure is going to be there forever you cannot get rid of that people are always going to have something to say about you and I've learned that actually you've really got to focus on you if it's making you happy and you know where you're going with it then forget about everybody else like, forget about what people are going to write about you say about you going back to social media i've learned about that i need to just concentrate on positive energy i'm, I'm I, I can't give any more time to bad comments backlash negative people people got nothing better to say i've i've wasted and i i'm gonna see it like that because it makes me feel better i have wasted so much time and energy on certain comments and people that I am never going to get that time back in my life again. That's how I see it because it ha that's that's what how I feel it makes me feel better. Because if I tell my brain, I just spent half an hour crying over this stupid person that said whatever, whatever it was, I'm not getting that half an hour back now. I could have I could have done so much in that half an hour. I could have watched a program. I could have had a conversation with a friend. I could have done whatever that makes me happy. I could have eaten whatever. But actually, I spent those 30 minutes just crying about this one person. Am I going to get that back now? No, I'm not. 
learn to use that time that you're about to use in a bad way in a good way. That's the biggest learn of my life, le- lesson of my life. Learn to use that time in a different way. You can easily use five minutes in such a crap way. But have you ever thought about if you use the five minutes in a positive way? What you could have gained out of those five minutes in a different way? Like, you know, I could have spent five minutes talking to a friend telling her how much I appreciate her rather than spending five minutes on Instagram looking at someone and saying, oh my God, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Have you seen her? Have you seen him? Wasted. What have I got out of that? Absolutely nothing. But what did I gain out of those five minutes to have a conversation with a friend? I've just made her smile. And that's what, that makes me happy. So learn how you're using that time. And time is so precious. You're not, every five minutes that goes by, you're not getting it back. Use it in a useful way. Use it in a way that makes you happy or someone else happy or you're going to benefit from. That's my biggest lesson in life, I think. And you just try and stay positive as much as you can, as much as you can. There's some amazing pearls of wisdom there that, <laughs> that I think people need to, you know, it's it's such an important message. Everything that you've just said there is so, so key that people, you know, practice this because it's not something that we're born with. It's not something yeah. that we're just going to instantly do. It's, it's, it's practice, isn't it? It's not something that just yeah. comes naturally. 100%. You can't preach like, you know, I don't want to preach to people like this is the right way of doing it or this is what you have to do. I, ju- I just want to help people in terms of what helped me. Like, you know, just just that little theory that I've just made up on the spot of five minutes. It might help someone right now. If you're listening, thinking actually, yeah, I just wasted five minutes on that. Why did I do it? It helps me so much now when I think like that. I'll wake up tomorrow sometimes and I'll be like, you know, the next day and I'll think I just spent as if I spent 40 minutes on that. Was it worth it? No. Because those 40 minutes can go somewhere else. Like I keep saying, like time is going to keep flying by and you're just not going to notice it. So use it so usefully, like to the fullest, like whatever it is that you want to do in life, whatever it is that you want to achieve, whoever it is that you want to make happy, whatever the problem situation is, put that energy into that time, please. Because that time is not coming back to you. Like, you're just going to waste it and you feel drained and you feel exhausted. And what do you gain out of saying such useful things sometimes? Like just stop that. Stop that. Amazing. So we're pulling together a music and mindset playlist at the moment. And we're asking our guests to contribute three tracks that make them feel motivated, feel good because music definitely has that power to change how we feel at certain times. What are the three harpscore tracks that has to be on the motivational playlist? It's so hard to pick your faves, and I've got too many. But okay, so feel feel good tunes and inspirational tracks for me would be there's many, but I'm going to pick three. First one, and it always has been when I'm in a bad mood, or I'm having a down day, or something's bugging me and getting me down. There's a particular track that I play and it just changes my mind straight away and it puts me in a good mood straight away. And that is Biggie, Sky is the Limit. And it's because it is what it is. It is what it is. Like, it's such a powerful song. I I love tracks like that. You know when you're in a really shit mood and you just want music? If you listen to a song like that, I promise, it it does something for me, man. It's the words, it's the it's lyrically genius, the way it's been put. And I like to put that into my own life as well and think, yeah, you know what? You're right. Sky's the bloody limit, man. Why should I stop now? So that's a banger. Um, another track which makes me feel good is K 
Kanye West good life. Uh, I just like the vibe. It's I was obsessed with it when it came out. I was probably in high school. I can't remember where I was. Um, it's just a song that you can listen on repeat, but it's just a feel-good tune. I love feel-good tunes. There's something about it that puts you in a good mood. I like that. And my third would be switching it up a little bit, but like I really like Ja Rule living it up. That makes me feel like I'm about to walk into a boxing ring and that's my entrance <laughs> right, music. Right. <laughs> like, you know, the beginning bit is just, I feel like I'm so powerful and I'm about to walk into like, <laughs> it's my entrance music is yeah, how I yeah, feel. Yeah. <laughs> if I was about to enter somewhere, that instrumental <laughs> beginning makes me feel good. Try to fight that, man. I love music. Like sometimes it's not even about always like, obviously lyrics mean something, but if the song just makes me feel good and makes me feel happy, I'm in a different zone. Those three tracks definitely do it for me, 100%. Thank you so much. Harps, I've got to say, it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you for being so open and candid and real with your discussion. You know, you're a real beacon of light, like I say, for the Asian community, for the female community, not just for the work that you do within media, but for the fact that you're willing to stand up and talk about this stuff from a real perspective and, you know, open that, open the door to the discussion. Thank you so much, because I know for a fact that people are going to get a lot out of hearing what you've had to say today. Thank you. Um, thanks for having me. You know, I love, I love talking about things like this only because I know if it's going to help someone, it makes not just makes me feel better, but it helps me sometimes just comforting someone else helps, helps you as well. You know, you, when you say it out loud, like I have been in the, in this chat again, it makes you revisit all of that again. And you're reminding yourself again that actually, yeah, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. And, and that's helped me as well. So, um, I do hope that anyone that's listening, takes something away from it, no matter what it is, it could be a simple line that I've just said, and it stuck with you. Um, you know, just just try and be the best version of you. Get help when you need it. Don't be shy. Don't be scared to talk about things because I think the world needs a lot more of that right now. We need to talk and we need to show love. Like, be thankful for what you've got. Count your blessings and um, just be kind. It doesn't cost anything to be nice. Harps, amazing words. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>